Hello, everyone. Welcome back and Merry Christmas. I'm your host, Diego Claus. <laughs> and I am joined today by my helper elves, Gina Versa, and oh guest host, Brandon Swafford. This is going to be a total mess because there's not really a lot to talk about today, but how are you guys doing today? And Brandon, welcome back. Yes, welcome back, Brandon. Good to, good to see and hear you again. Thank you. Year. It's good to be back. It's uh, always a pleasure talking to you guys and chatting about stuff, even if there's nothing going on. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Yeah, Merry definitely. Christmas. It's gonna be a very different Christmas this year too. Yeah, this is As like the, it's Zoom yeah. Christmas, so there we go. Um, but I, I'm doing well. I was gonna say uh, it's good to see you guys. I'm Gene Mary Versa. Brilliant. But uh, I'm feeling very festive because I. Wore my Christmas uh, scarf just for you, Diego. Didn't thank you, thank anything. you. And drinking eggnog, which may or may not be spiked with alcohol. So, here we go. I'll, I like alcohol. Uh, I just have green tea. But I like tea, so that's, you, you know. That's, well, Brandon, what do you got? What is Brandon drinking? Cheers. Uh, honestly, I think this is whiskey. Yeah, I'm, I'm not too sure what I poured. <laughs> I just, uh, bam, I'm like, yeah, that looks good. Oh, as yeah, long as yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah it's delicious, and uh, I'm ready to be talking about uh, Venom at uh, Christmas with you guys. There you go. Oh, yeah, Venom. Venom uh, a very Venom Christmas part two. Uh, the <laughs> next time we, we do this, we'll have to do a 2.5. We'll have to have you back because you were on for the Venom <laughs> Christmas in 2018 when that movie came out. Yeah. And we were supposed to have uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage this year, which um, I still don't believe is a real film. But I, um, I don't. Yeah. That's, that's is that really movie. the title? Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Woody Harrelson, I'm going to put the picture up here for everyone, and it'll be in the PNG image as well. Uh, that's a real set photo. That's that's real. Have you seen this, Brandon? Yeah, I saw the Ronald McDonald uh, yeah. set photo he had. He also, what else did he look like? He kind of looks well, like Gary Busey. Well, like with some red hair going on. Oh, yeah, he, looks, he does. He looks, yeah, like carrot, yeah. he looks like Carrot Top. He does look like he Carrot Top. He looks like looking Carrot Top, and it's also like how carrot top is now where carrot top is like carrot top is buff for some reason yeah and carrot top would also be a good carnage you, you don't yeah. even have to have <laughs> on them it it would have i mean i i think that movie is gonna be a ball whether they intend it to be or not i think yeah. it's gonna be really fun to watch i kind of can't wait for it um that doesn't mean i want it to be a huge hit or anything i just it's a perfect storm for like disaster and I, yeah. I just can't wait. But we're also here to talk about Christmas things, what we've been up to uh, and like any holiday traditions for movies or anything like that we, we got going on. Um, it's, it's a little generic now, but like I always watched Die Hard for like over a decade now for Christmas Eve and um, it is an eternal delight. Uh, everyone should look up the AFI interview with John McTiernan where he's explaining why Die Hard is a Christmas film and right. why it's like also very anti-capitalist and anti-imperialist. John McTiernan's a crazy person. So if anyone out there knows him, please, I need his contact info to send an invitation to this podcast because I love him so much. I, yeah. I, that's the goal for 2021 to have John McTiernan on this podcast. We're also setting goals this episode. That's not what I put in the outline oh, for you okay. guys, but I guess we're doing that now too. <laughs> Sorry. All right. This episode's going to be a mess, but I love it. For sure. 
I, I really would have been more excited for Venom 2 if John McTiernan was directing <laughs> instead of Andy Serkis. I don't know. Andy Serkis is such a good choice, though. Like, who would have thought he would have, like, been on Venom 2? Like, no one would have. Yeah, that, it's so random, but I, I loved Mowgli a lot. Yeah, so, I actually I did like what he does on this. Ago, yeah. Yeah, Mowgli is, is, like, insanely dark, though. I finally did see it. It is, like, <laughs> it's not like for kids like no, i think it's no, supposed I, to be but it's also like right. good fucking lord um i don't that know i think where bagheera's chasing him when the wolves are racing with mowgli and bagheera's just chasing all the wolves and like taunting all them and the, yeah. mowgli's climbing up the tree it's so scary i i think the action is going to be amazing because like he's andy circus like revolutionized the motion capture stuff you know yeah. So I think I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Like, I genuinely think that's going to be very exciting to watch on the big screen. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know about anything else, but I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, but Christmas, Christmas holiday traditions. What do we, what do we got going on this year, fellas? Anything well, exciting at, from the safety of our own homes, of course? Uh, staying healthy. <laughs> uh, not catching the Rona. That, that's not a plan. Uh, where we always see family, but uh, obviously not not as much this year yeah. uh so th yeah. this year is gonna be for um the more i thought about the more i'm cool with it because like it's gonna be a lot different it's definitely gonna be a christmas no one's gonna forget because <laughs> we're all gonna have a different experience and it's not gonna be the same tradition over and over so oh, for, sure. uh, for me i'm kind of like having the jack skeleton feel where i was like so tired of the same old thing but now i was like oh this will be a little different okay <laughs> yeah the uh jack skellington character arc is like reversed i guess yeah what's this uh, can you do the song what's this what's this this color ever? that one or the yeah, yeah. Think, that's pretty good that's a good one yeah you're, you're right up there with danny elfman thank you good voice. I'll, I'll take that does that um, mean your next short film is going to be a musical me no no brandon oh brandon would you do it Funny you should say that. I do have something <laughs> with oh. a song in it. Probably won't be a musical, but something's Ooh. coming. Okay. We'll okay. There we go. And we'll maybe don't want to be putting it out here, but we'll see. <laughs> okay. Okay. I am looking forward to whatever it is when you do put it out there. I'll say. Yeah. Okay. Can't say. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, like Christmas traditions. Um, uh, you know, uh, it's just. I uh, just probably just see my family, my mom and my dad. And uh, I think every Christmas Eve, I watch Die Hard by myself because they don't want to watch it. But around like eight or nine, we tune into uh, NBC's It's a Wonderful Life, which is great, which is a great film with uh, Jimmy Stewart. I want to live again, Bert. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a fantastic film. Yeah, it's, it's great. I, and uh, yeah, that's what I usually do around Christmas. Just watch those two movies, which is such a weird double feature. But I think they go together because it's about a guy. They're both about men who uh, change their ways, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Die Hard has sequels and shows that John McClane can't really change his ways. Sorry, spoiler alert for uh, people that haven't fucking seen Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, right, right. but then that becomes hey. the point of the sequels and it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Actually, It's a Wonderful Life almost had a sequel. It's like a blacklisted script if any, if anyone's really? heard of it. Yeah, it's, it's about like one of like George Bailey's descendants who it's the opposite. They're trying to convince him not to exist because it's like he's a terrible person and he makes everyone's <laughs> lives worse. 
Jeez. Oh, yeah, that's an actual script somewhere out there. That's if really they'll ever pick that's that up funny. instead of remaking it. And I do think they'll ever pick that up. But like, it's a reboot. Um, I don't know. Yeah. What would the title be? Your life sucks. <laughs> Your life sucks. Yeah. It's not wonderful. <laughs> yeah, it's not so wonderful. I guess would be it's like not the so one. wonderful life. Yeah. I don't know. That feels like kind of remaking Jaws or The Godfather, though. You know. Yeah. Like someone's gonna try to pitch it to somewhere. But, like, would anyone dare, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, just, I don't what, know. What's Spielberg's quote when they try to, like, remake it, like, Jaws? He's like, I'll, I'll fucking, like, leave the studio. I'll tear you I think, down. yeah. Yeah. It's like, if you, you know. ever do that to me, I'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. If you ever do that to me, I'll beat you to death with my film reels or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I could imagine. Because that's, like, <laughs> you just can't. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they've remade, like, some, like, untouchable stuff before. Yeah. But like that, that's all they've been it, doing for the past. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. obviously it, it never works out anyways, right, you know. Right, and I'm right, not someone who right. thinks it takes away from the original film. It's just like why bother? <laughs> like, why are you right. bothering it's with like, that? It's it's just not worth it. Like, what's a good, you know, uh like that Ben Hur remake, it either get or uh was it uh, what's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie? That Total Recall. Movie? Total, Total recall. recall. It's like Total Recall, yeah. everyone's gonna fucking forget about it until like the next one. Yeah. yeah, and to be fair, I I don't hate the Total Recall remake, but it's just like it's fine, you know. It's and fine. then when you're coming off of Paul Verhoeven's like right. masterpiece, it's like, dude, no. Yeah. Don't the only do that. thing I remember about the Total Recall remake, I don't even know if I even saw it, but our teacher for math class was obsessed with it. Right. It was our first day at school, and he was like, "Hey, you guys, see any good movies?" And we're like, uh, "Yeah, this." And he's like, "Did y'all see Total Recall?" And we're like, no. He's like, oh my god, no. And I'm like, was it bad? He's like, yeah, it was bad. Bad as in good. Oh my god. Diego's coughing on air. Action, man. He's I like didn't want to get to go to the bathroom because I was like, what am I gonna miss? And he never did. Yo, guys, he told recall, and he like kept bringing up total recall. Wow like in other classes yeah. and like this sounds nothing like the original it's crazy that's sad um i was just gonna say like the only thing i could think of to say about total recall 2012 is like kate beckinsale innocent just oh, yeah. Beale, <laughs> jessica beal not so that. much because she's anti-vaxxer but kate beckinsale she's uh she's uh should be crowned royalty because she's great she's, she's a great that. actress yeah. she i feel like she's done mm-hmm. um like underworld relatively cheap like action movies and they kind of get disregarded but she's like a good actress and she's like oh yeah good action star yeah it's it's, it's weird i don't know it's like you know how there's dad jokes Mm -hmm. are mom jokes a thing i don't know i guess oh okay because she has like the funniest instagram she just like posts about her cats Oh yeah, her, her Instagram is incredible. Yeah, she just uh, like, I, don't really, cats. I, I don't follow like uh, uh like celebrities and stuff on Instagram. That's just like my personal hub of like solace. But her Instagram is incredible. It's if oh, you yeah. want joy, she's just, just look like at Kate Beckinsale's Instagram. She's just like a cool, attractive mom, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, she's gorgeous, but like, she's also just hilarious. So yeah, there, there's the Christmas gift for everyone. Go follow Kate Beckinsale's Instagram. <laughs> I'll take it. And I agree. She she's a very good actor. I, I totally believe she would be in love with Adam Sandler in Click. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally a woman that attractive would fall for him. Yeah. Not an easy sell. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, but what what else have we been watching 
this year? Um, Maybe not hmm. holiday traditions, right. but what have we checked out? Sure. Um, do you want me to go first? Anyone? You go yeah, first. yeah, go ahead, Gene. Sure. Because yeah, I've been watching um, just really random stuff lately I want to like talk about because like I'm just like uh, I have like no like sort of like theme. I'm just like watching whatever comes into my head because there's like, yeah, fuck it. The, it's the end of the year, especially 2020. There's nothing to do. But I really want to throw like a really good uh, film that I saw recently. Well, two. Um, first one's Final Fantasy, The Spirits Within. And I've never seen like a Final Fantasy movie. I don't know if we uh, said this. This was like on their video game episode. But like Final Fantasy Spirits Within is uh, such a wild ride. It's like uh, one of the better films. It reminds me a lot of The Matrix. Like it's like the Matrixly reloaded, but a lot better, even though I like those movies. And uh, so Final Fantasy Spirits Within, it's from the same writer who wrote Apollo 13, and he directed one of the best like lunar documentaries of, for all mankind. If you've ever seen that, it's on Criterion. But Al, Al Renair is like, he passed away like two years ago, but like, yeah, that guy has like such a weird career. You go from like uh, working with Ron Howard to like working with Square Enix, pretty wild. Don't know if you want to check it out, but like uh, it's like a really big cool film, and like it uh, costs like 125 million, and it made none of that back in theater. Yeah, I, I could in imagine. 2002. <laughs> um, it also has a uh, from uh, the Mandalorian Ming Na Wan. Oh, awesome! Ming Na Wen. Ming Na Wen. Yeah. yeah, excuse me. Um, and uh, Alec Baldwin, which not as great, but yeah, um, I'd really recommend that everyone go see that. I will add that to the list. That sounds cool. Yeah. Man, what um, about you, Brandon? Oh, uh, I was just going to say. Oh, um, no, no. Sorry. Did you have more, Gene? I, I thought yeah, I just had like two more. No, it's all no, right. No, no, no. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I finally caught up on all the Evangelion rebuilds because I'm a, I'm a nerd and I love anime, especially. Nice. But uh, the if anyone knows about Neon Genesis Evangelion, there's a, there was an anime series that lasted 26 episodes and then another movie that redid the ending because the creator got death threats oh my God. and and uh they so the the ending movie is a is a remake of the ending of the show and the evangelion rebuilds are a remake of a remake they're a remake of the show itself <laughs> so um i finally caught up and they're all great and weird and i really wanted to see it because uh uh the creator hadake eno uh, he he's finally coming out with the last Evangelion movie. So these movies started in 2007, um, and the last movie was in 2012, and it took him eight years to do this one. Because uh, he went he went and did uh, Shin Godzilla, so that mm. stopped him from oh, finishing. Okay. So like yeah, he's finally coming around to finish it. And uh, I saw a trailer, and uh, if I'd had to risk my life for one movie in a theater, it'd probably be that one. <laughs> Because it's pretty dangerous, but uh, I guess in the overseas where the governments take care of their people and generally give a shit, uh, people could watch that in a theater. So hopefully it comes over here doing with streaming. So nice. Yeah. Man, wouldn't that be nice? That'd be nice to. Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? If people that's my, Chris that's my Christmas. That's my Christmas wish. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't it be nice? To... <laughs> and then, uh, then I was just gonna say I just been watching a lot of like Studio Ghibli, so like Porco Rosso, I saw it for the first time. Oh, that's a! I love that movie. That's one of my favorites. Yeah, really good. Brandon, what else have you been watching? 
Uh, I've been watching a lot, and uh, it's but it's kind of sad because, like, you know, obviously it's horrible that we have no theater experiences anymore, at least yeah. not for a long time. <laughs> and yeah, so a lot of the movies have blended together, but one that stuck out to me recently was The Sound of Metal with uh, Riz oh, Ahmed. Yeah. When did see that? Prime. It's fantastic. It's easily one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, if anyone who's listening is interested in doing sound design or sound mixing, that's a movie to watch. That's a movie to take notes on because the sound is incredible. And yeah, performances <laughs> are awesome. He, he's fantastic in it. Uh, Olivia Cook, that's yeah, she's great in it. Yeah. And, yeah. It's I think, I think, I think we had a joke um, where Olivia Cook's finally like in a good movie. She's such a great actress and she's in like, uh, like, Ready What's that? Thoroughbreds is good. Sorry? Thoroughbreds? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Take that back. We'll be a quick I, I like Ready Player One. Oh, okay. But I was going to say, um, Riz Ahmed also in Venom. That's yep. right. Yeah, he is. So it's, it's that guy in Venom. <laughs> He's playing Elon Musk in Venom. Mm-hmm. He is. That, really like that nothing role in that movie. Yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was just saying that I, I wish they let him keep his British accent for better. Oh, yeah. That would have mm-hmm. been awesome because he has a lovely accent. He that, does, yeah. that movie is not good, but it's like aged really well for some reason because of the memes. Because he plays, like you said, Gene, he plays Elon Musk basically in that mm-hmm. movie. And now everyone rightfully is like, hey, Elon Musk sucks. Yeah, that guy's then, a fucking So, asshole. like, th- that movie, it, it's like a perfect storm for some reason. Yeah, it really and I is. Don't, I don't get it. But... It's aged better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I, I, job, everyone. I haven't seen it since it came out, but I have so many fond memories of I, I've seen it once, and uh, I think it holds up better. I thought. Just for, it's like, the, just, for, just for the memes and, like, the performance art of Tom Hardy, like, eating fucking tater yeah. tots and, like, Lobsters. A lobster, a live lobster. That's uh, that's my favorite scene. You know what? You know oh what? yeah, they, yeah. I hope <laughs> they don't do this. A lot of sequels tend to do this, where they just try to recreate the the best scene from the original and do it better. I hope he doesn't like climb into a crab tank or something and starts <laughs> eating crabs. Or you know, the, you know the lobster scene didn't even bother me that much. The fucking raw, uncooked tater tots. That's fucking gross. That's, that's awesome. Though. No, I love that scene too. It that's made me really gross. want tater tots. No, have you ever like tried like if like if you ever like ate like a raw tater tot? Not saying I have, but like apparently it's like just terrible. It's like the worst thing. Oh, I'm sure I have not. Yeah. Unhealthy. Yeah. Terrible. But uh, but anyway, the uh, yeah, uh, Venom. I was gonna say also. Uh, I really liked that Stan Lee cameo in Venom. That was really nice. Like one of his last cameos. Oh. <laughs> I, I did like that too. I it was unexpected. Yeah. Because every MCU movie, I'm I'm waiting for when he's gonna pop up. I didn't right. think he'd pop up in that, so that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Like, hey. <laughs> but uh, anything else you've been watching recently? You want to highlight or? Uh, Matt Rainey's Black Bottom's pretty good. Oh yeah. Uh, the last performance of. As far as we know, the last performance of the great Chadwick Boseman. Right. Uh, I didn't know it was based on a play, uh, so it, it's very in one contained in one room, or almost one room. 
So, and the trailers made it seem like there were more locations, but, but there's not. Uh, but yeah, awesome performances, really well acted. And yeah, and I think he's going to get uh, an Oscar. Uh, I think he'll be the third person to win a posthumous Oscar. Yeah, either that or uh, I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard a lot of good buzz from that. And um, I think he'll either get nominated and win for that or uh, uh, The Five Bloods. Yeah, I think where, so. Where he's yeah, where he's got like that supporting actor on lock for that movie, basically. I really so. hope he wins like for either one, uh, particularly the Five Bloods, though. Okay. Yeah. He should have been nominated for at least forty-two, and I think he should have been up for Civil War because he steals the show in Civil yeah. War. I don't, I, I don't know about that, but like he, he is so good. Like he was so good, and. I mean, talk about like just gone too soon, you know, just such a tragedy. What an incredible actor. Like, yeah, he felt like he was just getting started. And oh, yeah. Even like, I, I didn't love 42, but like, my God, when you see him in that movie, like, that's that's someone on par with like our, our greatest movie stars ever. He just had charisma like all over. There was, there's no real comparison. It, it is so sad that he is no longer with us. Yeah. What, what really could have been like in the later half of his career. You know? yeah i mean like he one of the, he became one of the biggest stars in hollywood in like the last five years alone mm-hmm. so fast right? yeah, and i think he even elevates like not so good material because uh like 21 box you know yeah. not the not the best movie but like he really elevated that is that the bridges one that was the oh yeah what was i saying 21, 21 bridges 21 yeah. okay excuse me yeah it's a, it, it's the same premise we all know it yeah it's yeah. fine it's fine he was good in it that's all that matters too much sorry too much like eggnog so. no it happens it happens yeah but um, yeah you know he's yeah. That. yeah really uh i just watched um uh the king of jazz which is an old uh, two-strip technicolor film that i've been trying to track down forever i saw the criterion version of it gloriously like incredible restoration um it's kind of like fantasia the disney fantasia but for like the old pop swing music it's not really jazz like as we understand it now it's just i guess it's, it's one of those labels that was easy to put on other stuff back then but i fell in love with it it was as good as i hoped um i saw seaberg the Kristen stewart oh, starring yeah. role about a uh, uh oh yeah joan seaberg yeah um it's not great, great but she's great in it she's good in it and anthony mackie yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that director, he's like, he started as like a, a play director. And like, he's got like something. He did another movie like two or three years before called Una that oh. I, I wasn't crazy about either, but like the performances are really good. So he's like, maybe he needs like a co-director or something because he's got something there that I like, I'm rooting for him to, 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 to pull out like a real good movie, but it's, it's not really happened yet. Yeah. Uh, also plug for uh, the youth critic, I joined our buddy Kale Smith uh, to talk about Crimson Tide, the Tony Scott film from the 90s with Denzel Washington and Gene Hackman. Uh, have you guys seen Crimson Tide? I have, I have not. I have not. Oh, yeah, Gene, you got to watch it's Crimson Tony Scott, Tide, right? Yeah, yeah, Tony Scott. It's so fucking good. Tony it's Scott. like, yeah, it's like that, uh, Crimson Tide and um, The Hunt for Red October. Those are the two best submarine films. Whichever one you saw last is the best one. That's how good <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. I agree. Uh, I, I Better than the ones. Yellow Submarine by the Beatles. Oh, yeah, but that one, I guess you got to be on drugs for. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bad trip, <laughs> though, if you take an edible. It's a bad trip from what I heard. 
you just have to you just have to moderate moderate right. i guess so which is something that i would say if we were encouraging that but we are not encouraging that on this uh, show obviously yeah. because we're adults and the last thing i want to plug because I, I i've been kind of just like plowing through stuff this year mm -hmm. um skylines by uh liam o'donnell the, the sequel to beyond skyline again i brought it up on the mandalorian episode but it's an awesome sci-fi action b movie extravaganza um go yeah. check it out it's it, it shows what you could do with a, a lot of passion even if you don't have the biggest budget it scratches that sequel itch that you, you never got from the pacific rim or independence day sequels and um on a much smaller note yeah i know brandon you you would love beyond skyline and skylines all right uh, but the the best movie i saw this year was nomadland by chloe zhao who did the writer and is currently in post-production for marvel's the eternals um it's an incredible film about post-economic depression and anxiety america and trying to find your way in a in a world where maybe kindness and humanity aren't as uh public as they should be and it's kind of about mm -hmm. it, extending all the branches in that way and it's yeah. uh, it's a really really great film Frances McDormand will get an Oscar nomination. Don't know if she'll win, but she's getting that nomination. Yeah. Um, it's terrific. And I know it's not available everywhere now. They had the online screening stuff that they were doing this year. Uh, it's too bad that it's not like directly available because I think right. it would be much bigger. Yeah. I think and so as well. bad that theaters aren't open here. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's like, totally get it. I'm not even like condoning theaters being open oh um, i don't want theaters like, open with this thing going around oh, yeah, totally <laughs> yeah. totally totally yeah. I, I just wish the thing was gone and we could go back <laughs> right right yeah you know like yeah, just to I, just to clarify i don't want to go to a no, theater right now you're, you're totally good you're totally good it's just like it is very frustrating you know like i saw a commercial for monster hunter uh and i was like I want to see Monster Hunter because it's yeah. in a theater and I want to see monsters. That's oh, how yeah. bad I'm like aching for it, you know? Yeah, like a uh, Paul W.S. Anderson movie, like you're aching for that. Like anything. Yeah, dude. I, I just want yeah. some some monster schlock. Right. Also, I because I couldn't I haven't seen Monster Hunter yet. I was like, I never played it. I should download it. It was on sale for like 20 bucks on Steam. Ooh. A really fun game. I recommend everyone get Monster Hunter World. There you go. Um, I was yeah. gonna say, uh, yeah, um, you know, and it's at like some of them are at like a drive-in too, but it's just like, you know, I would love to see that like an IMAX. You know, mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't think there's a, like a IMAX drive-in. No, that's not no. novelty in itself. But yeah, that you know, that'd be that would have been nice. That would have been nice. Yeah. Would have been nice. Yeah uh shifting gears to some other nonsensical topic for today since it's christmas we have to ask the question mm -hmm. is venom 2 going to be a christmas movie i hope so god i hope so i, hope so. <laughs> I really really hope so yeah. i will uh, going back to that my lobster tank thing i wouldn't mind if like he crawls into like a jar of gingerbread or something <laughs> <laughs> and he just starts gnawing on gingerbread or reindeer oh yeah that would be he just eats a whole reindeer. He just eats a whole reindeer in front of our eyes. And the other reindeer just watching him. are like, oh, yeah, right, glad it wasn't us. And they just walk on with their day. 
Well, that that was one of the things I liked about the first Venom, like unironically, is that like Tom Hardy just looks like shit by the end of that movie, you know? Really like does. he just progressively looks worse and worse as the movie continues. Yeah. And it's like, I want to do that and then have him like just crash through like a big shopping mall or something like that and just scare the shit out of the kids there or something. Yeah. Like that would be hilarious, you yeah, know? Exactly. That would be funny. I, I really, you know, I really hope like, you know, um, Maybe the Christmas theme could work because it's like I don't know, uh, I don't know how serious I'm at that this with that like. But if anyone's read like the recent like Venom comics, um, like all of like the stuff with Eddie Brock and his like family because uh, he has like a lost son that he never knew about with Anne, whatever her last name is, and like his he's estranged from his actual dad because his dad's terrible like. I think that all that family stuff would definitely work in with the holidays if anyone uh, wants to read the latest Venom, but I guess I'm the only one. <laughs> I, I haven't gone back into comics yet. I'm, I'm making my way there. But you I, heard it's I, good. Yeah. You heard it. From you, yeah. yeah I've only good. heard from you. Do you think Tom Holland's going to be in Venom too? Yeah. Not right. a big role, but I think he's going to be in it. I, what, I think, if, what if this is how they bring them in? Like, if, if Venom 2 is a Christmas movie, let's say, like, Peter Parker, let's say Santa may exist in this world, and Aunt May hasn't told him that Santa doesn't exist. Sorry, 12-year-olds who are listening to this episode. <laughs> but he, he wakes up, you hear something, Santa! And then he comes down and sees it's Venom going on the tree, eating their stuff. He's like, you're not Santa! And then, and Oh, that it. would be incredible. Oh, that's the showdown. That would have been awesome. <laughs> um, no, that, that's probably going to be more exciting than the movie has to offer. Right. Whatever I, they do. I really, I, I feel like I have a really good feeling that Tom Holland's probably going to be in it, but I really want to wait, I guess, till whenever Morbius comes out, just to see the context of like that Vulture cameo, like what the deal with that is. Because uh, everyone, everyone kind of. In credits, yeah. But like everyone's kind of forgotten. Do you remember like before the pandemic when that was like the biggest moment in Twitter? Like, yeah. the I wonder vulture? if they shot the scene where he cuts his hand and the bats fly at him. If oh. are, that's a pretty. Yeah. <laughs> that's almost how this thing all started. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Yeah, I mean, some someone ate a bat. I don't know. But yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. That's a cursed movie too, but not like yeah. in a fun way. It's just cursed because yeah. Jared Leto's a creep and yeah, there's a too. pandemic with bats. It's I like, agree. who's going to want to watch that now? Who, who yeah. wants to watch that before? No one. I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in the press uh, of the behind the scenes details of like how he was method acting to play a vampire. Yeah. If he was like biting people on the set or like hanging upside down. Doing some fucking creepy thing. Do you remember like when he's a uh... When he found out about coronavirus because he was in like a a retreat yes. with all his like weird cult followers. Yes, his not, I did his non sex cult. His non sex cult, yeah. Yes. Oh my god, this is all coming together. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that, that movie is just everything around that and your letter right now is just like the the most absurd like shit the, ever. Yeah, it's the uncanny valley of like twenty twenty. <laughs> That, yeah i don't know i mean but but to that cameo like i think they're gonna do that thing uh where like agents of shield and um uh, the mandalorian kind of do where it's like oh it's like it's connected but 
only we're going to acknowledge it. The main stuff isn't really going to acknowledge it. You know, it's connected, yeah. but not real. But not real. Yeah, you know, exactly. yeah, like Tom Holland will be in a Sinister Six movie, but the Sinister Six won't be in Spider-Man movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because of branding. That's my thought on it. Yeah, I don't know. We'll All the Spider-Man three news. I'm wondering who isn't in this movie. <laughs> Has anyone? <laughs> yeah, every time tally? I look at my phone, it's just like, oh, this. Oh, okay, this guy's <laughs> in this movie. Okay, right. Because so far it's Doctor Strange, Daredevil. Doc, I guess Jamie Fox, right? Electra, uh, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> Tobey Maguire, right. Kristen Dunst. Yeah, it's giving Diego a headache right now. It is well. Here's the th- I, I used to like rage tweet about this, right? We all were fucking nerds, of course we did, because we're losers. But like, you know, I, I'm I think I've just completely started to divorce myself from that, or it's like I probably won't watch it in theaters, you know? Like I, I think I'll what? check it out eventually. No, you just like, no. I, I, no. I, yeah, I you you I probably will. I respect but, you, like, I love I, you. But you will watch it in theaters. You're gonna do it. Know. Like I'm so you'll not come, interested. You'll come crawling back. <laughs> no, that's I don't what, know. That's I, what I Kevin Feige like, said. I didn't like Far From Home enough to the point where I was like, oh, they yeah. need to have like a perfect film to bring me back. Right. That was before mm-hmm. all of this stuff started well, coming out. And I was now I'm just like, yeah. I'm not I'm not getting a movie that interests me. I, right. I've come to accept that. There's right. no reason to just rage about it. You know, it's just that's like a yeah. good. That's a good, very zen thing to do. That's fair. You're but, very at peace. Um, from my experience, I hated Batman v Superman with a passion. Yeah. Yet, I still saw Justice League, and I'm still going to watch the shit out of the Snyder Cut once. Oh, I, I can't wait. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I can't I'll, wait for the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I, I didn't like any of those, and I'll probably end up seeing because there's nothing to watch. But it's like hell a bad yeah. relationship <laughs> that just keeps coming back. Yeah. I, 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 I can't get enough I, of you. Right. I was just going to say, like, I had such a mixed response to Far From Home because I don't know if anyone remembers, but like uh, me and Diego pretty much had the same opinion. Like, it's kind of bad. Yeah, I, I, I bad. do not like I think that's the worst Spider-Man movie. Right. You know what? But the funny thing is with Far From Home, like there are some like aspects of that movie I really, really enjoy. Like, I love all mm-hmm. the teenage the teenager romance stuff with like Peter and MJ. Like, I like half of that movie. But I really hate the rest. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you I what, because now Brandon, I feel like you have you have a take Brandon. on on this too. And this episode again, it's all over the place. Merry Christmas, and I I do want to hear your take on this, Brandon. But like for me, it convinced me that Spider Man in Europe, a story like that on the big screen, could totally work. I sure as shit did not want to see that for his second solo outing. Yeah, when the previous film was like, I'm gonna stay in New York because that's I gotta be an independent Spider Man. I gotta be my mm-hmm. own hero. He could, even if you have to do like the, I got to get over Tony Stark bullshit, whatever. Right. It makes so much more like sense and context for him to sort that out at home than to go on vacation when he's supposed to be like a working class stiff hero, you know? Yeah. Like whatever the school can pay for it because he has really good grades or some shit. Like I just want to see them explore the stuff they set up in Homecoming because I really liked Homecoming and I didn't get they- that. Maybe they will in Spider-Man Three. No, they—they they clearly oh, are not. Everything <laughs> else they're exploring. <laughs> There's no way. If yeah, they, they have um, to make the best movie ever to do all right. of this. You know, I was—I was gonna say. So, uh, my pitch for that movie, if anyone's listening, like Kevin Feige, because I guess Hannibal Burgess, the infamous landlord, is coming back as the teacher, and if they create <laughs> the the rent scene from Spider-Man Two with Hannibal, 
who's a notorious terrible landlord i'll give them all the props you you can't recreate the rent scene the rent yeah. seems too good yeah. the rent give me rent is like prime yeah. no ha- hannibal hannibal burris he's such i a, love hannibal burris uh, yeah but you don't want to you don't want to be a tenant of his because he'll kick you out <laughs> He likes kicking uh, out his, his tenants because he's a landlord. But it, well, wasn't he the coach in Spider-Man? Yeah, he was, the co- he was Coach Wilson. Yeah. He is. He described the role as, I'm one of the dumbass teachers that doesn't know he's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he described that character. Well, Brandon, what are your thoughts on all this spider nonsense? Um, I, I love both Homecoming and Far From Home. I love Homecoming much more. Yeah, uh, put that there, but I, I really enjoyed Far From Home. I mean, I, I don't think it's perfect. I, I think the best Spider Man movie is Into the Spider Verse, easily. Yeah, probably. Um, also a Christmas movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It yeah. Is. Great yeah. holiday movie. It totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, the only take I really have with it is that, like, I, I think they made Peter a little dumber by just giving Mysterio the glasses. Oh, yeah. That was. That was uh, poorly, poorly written. They teenaged him up a little bit too much. Where like he was like, "Here you go." But the bag what happened to me? Yeah, right. Like he wasn't an idiot in Homecoming. He was just like a teenager. Here he's like, he has no brain. But then he's like, "Oh, I'm super smart." Also, and I don't know. I I do not fuck with that movie yeah. at all I apart mean, from like the the little things like the moments of inspiration but right yeah hey uh you looking for just saying, past... like yeah, a brain fart of like yeah, yeah. i do really dumb are things you... a lot yeah. of times are you looking I, forward I dumb things so you never know. <laughs> yeah. yeah are you are you looking forward to fantastic four also by john watts here here's I... my hottest take or here brandon no. you know what go ahead go ahead i am uh, I, I'm not in love with the John Kaczynski, Emily Blunt. Oh, I, I yeah. think no, thank you. We're, we're... They've already made up their minds. Like, that's I, it. That's all. I, I like John Kaczynski and Emily right. Blunt. Fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I, uh, my top choice is still John Cho for Mr. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a yeah. good one. Yeah, he's uh, he was uh, Mr. Sulu too. So, like, you know, it really fits like that explorer sort of mold of Mr. Fantastic. I could see that. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, I'm like, I know, I don't know if it's like a shame to say, but I, I really like the John Krasinski casting choice. Well, Krasinski, I think we've even talked about it on the show. Krasinski and Emily Blunt, like, they're like the Benedict Cumberbatch casting, where it's like, oh yeah, it's a good actor, it's a good role. Okay, moving on. Like, there's nothing really to get from that besides, like, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good fit. Okay, like I, they'll do good. They will not be bad in the roles. Uh, but For it's sure. like. That's not exciting or interesting to me, you know. Right. It's not the right. worst thing in the world. It's just like, eh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. the, the hottest take I have is that even though I'm very much like conflicted with the MCU Spider-Man, I I like John Watts. I think he's a good director. Uh, Far from Home yeah. had to serve yes. like a million masters, you know. Yeah, Cop and Car. I I think that I I love Cop Car. I think huh? Clown is Clown the did. best version of an It movie that we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not very fun to watch though. No, it's, um, a, it's a dark, depressing movie. But you know, it comes it's from really a, gross. Yeah, yeah, it comes from a very a lot of inspired choices though. Yeah, uh, his place, his his cinematography in Far From Home uh, has a real like kinetic eye to it that Homecoming didn't have. 
like I way prefer homecoming, but like far from home, there's right. like images that stuck with me. Uh, so I, I think he'll do good if he can make Fantastic Four like his own, you know? Yeah. I think that's, so too. I'd be surprised if it was bad. That's right. all I'm saying. Yeah, I would be. Yeah. There you go. That's that's my nice thing for the those movies for a little bit. There you go. <laughs> uh, holiday, <laughs> holiday cheer. Yeah, that's my holiday cheer. I like John Watts. Good job. Also, John. he 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 made a funny uh, video. Well, it's not funny. It's just YouTube poop. Like a decade before he made Spider Man, and it's really? like, yeah. And I'll put it right here. I'll send oh it to you God. later after this, Brandon. It's sure. just like it's like a vine. He made like the original vine. And it's that incredible. gives me so much hope John, that John. I might have a future. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Editing dumb stuff, have a future to make. Yeah, movies. literally like 10 years before he directed Homecoming. And it's, wow. it's so stupid. I love it. I love that that can happen, you know? Yeah. John Watts, the creator of Vine. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. No, I mean, R- YouTube. RIP Vine. I miss Vine. Vine, Vine had a lot I of wish creatives. Vine, okay, I'm going to throw out a hot take. Vine, TikTok. That's not a hot take. No, Vine is way better than TikTok. TikTok. TikTok goes on way too long. Yeah. Vine is smart because you got to like do your joke in seconds. You got to make yeah. up your joke in seconds. It's like an so, some. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I don't, I don't, I don't like hate TikTok. Um, yeah, I, don't. I, I just think Vine would force you to be more creative because of the minimal amount of time you had, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I did prefer it for sure. Yeah, and you know, uh, you, you probably didn't get spied on either on Vine. Oh, yeah, that's a whole other thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're, I, I don't, like, judge anyone for using it, though, because it's like we're getting spied on by everything, you know, or on Facebook right. to Instagram. That's probably Twitter. Zoom. Zoom. It's probably <laughs> Zoom, yeah. We're probably spied on right now. We're yeah, definitely Mr. Hyde right now I've, when people are watching this on YouTube. So yeah. yeah. I have like one more topic we're supposed to talk about on the show today where I was like, is the Venom sequel gonna be a sequel to cats? I hope so. Nothing can be a sequel to cats. I don't know why I wrote that. Nothing can even match that level uh, of craziness. All right. But how about this? What about Tom Hardy as Rum Tub Tug? Rum Tum Tugger? Uh the Rum Tum Tugger is a curious cat. I like Jason Derulo as Rum Tum Tucker. If it was Tom know. Hardy as James Corden's cat, I'm 100% behind oh you. Oh, my God. Just take James yeah. Corden out of everything, put Tom Hardy in it. Yeah, James yeah. Corden's fucking annoying. James yeah. Corden just seems like the biggest asshole. I'm sorry. Maybe he's like the sweetest guy and he's just being bullied, but all like the funniest tweet I ever saw, I don't even know if it's my lane, so I might cut this, right. but like where someone was saying, like, does James Corden seem homophobic to anyone? <laughs> Like, not like that he is homophobic right. to gay people, just that his very existence is, like, anti, like, gay. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know, I just thought that was, like, well, a really weird thing. Yeah, and I also just, probably true. I, I just remember that James Corden had to have an intervention from his family because, like, all the fame got to his head. I don't know what from his family? Like, his family had to stage an intervention to stop really? him from acting terribly. Wow. Yeah, I believe, I believe that. I be- we said it at the same yeah. time. I believe. Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's like, they're like, we're tired of having you do like karaoke car ride or whatever he does. <laughs> yeah, stupid as shit. Um, yeah, get 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 him out of movies. Who's who's doing this? Stop yeah. it. Sorry, not to judge someone's livelihood, but he's already wealthy enough. Stop him. Yeah. 
yeah, a job. He already has an, a gig. He doesn't need all these other gigs. Right. Yeah. Stay away from us, James Corden. <laughs> Get a job. Leave us alone. Leave us alone. And that's the, that's how we're going to end this Christmas cheery episode, I think. Unless yeah. anyone has any other yeah, random James topics Corden, you want to throw um, out. Those on our naughty list, James Corden. James Corden yep. yeah. any, any good like Christmas movies we could just throw out at the last minute. I'm going to go because it's my background, which is the Nightmare Band from Emma Doggeter's Jug Band Christmas. Everyone should see that. It's on Amazon Prime. It's the best Christmas Muppets movie. Better than the Muppet Christmas Carol. I'll say that. Ooh. Yeah. Because it's just about, it's about what we should be thinking for Christmas. A family. It's like a son and a, and a mother. And it's like, it's like, it's basically a ripoff of that Magi, Gift of the Magi, where people exchange gifts and they exchange the stuff they need, but it's about just two family members who love each other during the holidays, trying to help each other out. And uh, Frank Oz is in it. You know, it's another great Frank Oz thing. So, you know, throwing that out there. I like that. Yeah. How about you, Brandon? Uh, I've never not been in the mood for Elf. Uh, (laughs) Watching that every year. I think we're going to watch it tonight. Uh, My mom said she's never seen it before, but she definitely has. So it'll be fun to pretend like she's never seen it before uh another bad fun christmas movie uh if you guys have access to apple tv plus oh i I do i do actually uh watch the mariah carey christmas special because it's (laughs) horrendous and hilarious and i love every minute of it (laughs) and she's avoiding the camera at all times where there are times when she should be looking but she's she's doing a lot of this and it's it's wonderful is it very campy it's very, very campy. It knows exactly what it is. Billy Eichner's in it. He's a joy. Tiffany Haddish is the narrator. And that's as enjoyable as you would imagine it being. And, well, that yeah. sounds like a Christmas miracle. That's why I love Mariah Carey, like, sincerely. Yeah. Because I, I she's like, like yeah, she's, but she's, like, bombed publicly with her vocals before. She's, yeah. like, she she's not 100% like the best artist ever. But when she nails it, I mean, there's a reason why all I want for Christmas is you tops the charts every Christmas season, right? Like, I'm a a fan. I'm a fan for sure. Yeah. Uh, A Christmas movie for me. um, I'm just looking at my letterbox because I have my Christmas themed favorites right now. Uh, Sean Baker's Tangerine, the film that was shot on iPhone. Oh, yeah. uh, I saw that. Which is, uh, yeah, it's it's a heartwarming story in a non-heartwarming environment about how hard it is to be in la on christmas eve sometimes yeah it's a little more complicated than that but that's probably the the, the easiest logline for that um shane black's kiss kiss bang bang which also kind of taps back to gene and i's conversation in november uh tokyo godfathers by satoshi Kone and batman returns those are kind of the four i want to revisit before the holiday season's over and on that note brandon thank you so much for joining us where can the people find you and uh, any other plugs you might want to toss in there no, always a pleasure. Thank you, as always, for having me. Uh, you can find me on YouTube at B Money Rules because I'm making videos again. Oh my God, Yay! we're back! You know it. <laughs> we're back in business, baby. You can check out my my Grinch uh, trailer mashup with Loki. That's funny, uh, and you'll be seeing more stuff there soon. And also, you can check me out on Instagram and Twitter at B Swaps. And thank you guys for listening and watching. And have a merry Christmas and stay inside.
Yes, yeah. please do. <laughs> yes, yes, all of that. And thank you again for joining us. Always good to talk to my friend. Can't wait to actually hang out in person again. Yeah. Hopefully sooner than later. We got a vaccine, baby. Uh, Gene, where can the people find you? Uh, yes, you could find me on Twitter and Instagram on Gene9892 is my handle. And of course, you could follow me at the Diego Crespo. Check out the Waffle Press on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Patreon. You can get early access to, to stuff like the Legend of Korra retrospective in the coming weeks. Um, check out the rest of the last Airbender retrospectives. We went over the M. Night Shyamalan movie, if you haven't seen that yet. Sorry, it is actually that bad, but it's uh, you feel bad about it being bad. Um, oh, and we're doing a cat commentary, so stay tuned for that, uh, oh, to the Patreon for that, because that'll be, oh, that'll be doing it. He's doing it completely sober. I am. There's no I, I, I'm scared to, to yourself. No, I love cats. I love, love it. You like? Love he it. has a cat. Has your cat? Has your cat seen cats? Wednesday's too good for that. She doesn't need that uh, in her she, life. She like she just leaves the room. She's like, yeah, she's like, fuck this. I'm gonna go yell at the mailman. You people, yeah. like yeah. stick bastard. <laughs> yeah, no. Wednesday doesn't put up with shit. But uh, thanks again, everyone. This was a lot of fun. Stay safe. Stay inside. Wear a mask. Get that vaccine whenever you can, whenever it's available to us. Please, please. We have been professionally unprofessional and Merry Christmas.